morning, brothers and sisters and friends. What is love? Well, you know, you usually get in trouble if you ask this kind of question. Well, because there's all sorts of answers. If you ask little kids, and usually their concept of love is the love they receive from their parents. And how do they know or feel the love from their parents? Sure, but most most of the time is they think and look at what their parents are doing for them. And and as the children grow and enter adolescence, and you ask them what is love? Well, the first that comes to mind is the love between males and females. And last night during our youth uh, fellowship, and so there was a there was a posting that came out this Saturday. We're going to talk about this one topic. Pastor Alex And so my my eldest and second daughter and I overheard their conversation at home and then say, Wow, Pastor Alex is gonna talk about love. And then they giggle a bunch. Man, we're gonna talk about love. Well, you know, there's a it's understandable that they have these um, ideals about love at that age. And then, you know, if you ask uh, um, uh, uh, a group, a, a pair, a couple, couple. a couple, couple that are like, you know, madly in love in that, in that, in that pink face. What's that called? Har- honeymoon, honeymoon face. <laughs> You know that I have a, it, I had say goodbye to that for a long time. Pink face. You <laughs> said I'm red. And you ask them what is love. Well, you know, so when they're deeply in love and they will tell you, well, when we're together, that's good. Yeah, but then it gets weird, right? So, you know, my best attempt is this, is before marriage, when we are together, you can't help to want to snuggle. But after marriage, all you feel is struggle. (laughs) Right? Don't, I mean, don't don't lie to yourself. (laughs) Yeah, just like that. So, this family relationship is not today's topic. 
Yes, but you know, we're not here to talk about relation, marital, marriage relationships today. That's for another day. What we want to talk about is love. Um, well, you know, my kids are in Taekwondo school. And every time when they're entering a, a belt level change, so the master calls them to sit well and then invites the parents to come before them. And the master tells the kids to say this to their parents. And they are asked to say Mother or father, I love you because, and they are to fill the after because part. So I've observed, and I, I've been, and then there's all these res, different response from these children. So, so one child would say, Mom, I love you because you take me here to learn Taekwondo. This is a very generic answer and could be considered as book answer. Another will say, Daddy, I love you because even, even though of, of your busy schedule, you still play with us and take us out on vacation. And another child will say, Mommy, I love you because you give me whatever I ask. And a boy, I love you because you give me all the toys that I want. Well, one child will say, Mommy, I love you because every day you prepare with care my meals. And one kid said something that I had never struck to come to my mind. One child say, Daddy, I love you because you give me courage when I'm scared. And these are coming from kids about eight to ten year old. And that begs the question, the, the concept of these kids about love. And so what do they observe or receive from their parents to help them to gain understanding of love? Well, you know, amongst the apostles of Jesus, there's a guy called John. And a lot of people call John the disciple of love, apostle of love. Because John talks a lot about love. Well, John chapter 3, verse 6. God so loved the world. Uh, and in John chapter 3, verse 6, 
first and second and third John often talks about you are to love each other. 但是呢， However, 圣经里面并没有称约翰是爱的使徒。However, it is not in the Bible that calls John the this apostle of love. 在圣经里面，约翰写他的福音书的时候，他称他自己为主耶稣所爱的门徒。When writing these letters, John oftentimes refer himself as the apostle whom Jesus loved. 约翰是在新约里面写了五卷书。And he had wrote five books in the New Testament. 约翰福音、约翰一二三呃一二三书，然后启示录。So there are uh, the John, uh, book of John, first, second, and third John, and the book of Revelation. 那我们会发现，约翰在写书信的时候，他并不把他的自己的名字写出来。And you will notice that when he's write, when writing these books, he never refer himself with his name. 在约翰福音里面，每次他提到他自己的时候，他就说主所爱的门徒。In the book of John, every time when he was referring himself, he would refer himself as the apostle whom Jesus loved. 这是一个很特别的一个称呼。And that is a very interesting and special title. 但是，约翰对于主耶稣基督对他的爱和他对主耶稣基督的爱有很深刻的认识，就是我们今天值得我们去学习和认识的。And the emphasis for our today, and what we want to look at, is the is the realization of love from John to Jesus and from Jesus and from God to John. 我们都说神是爱。You know, we all—it's come. We all said that God is love. We can even say, "I know God loves me." And we can even take it further and, and proclaim that God loves me. But how many people have this experience? That is, we will describe ourselves as comfortably as The one who God loves. When we say God is love, we have this conception of God's love. When we say God is love, our conceptualizing the love from God is. How many times is it because we really know that God's love for us is such that it is like a Is usually derived from what God had done for us. It's very similar to how these children derive how their parents love him, love him or her. Is the same way how we derive God as love. Many people think of John when they think of him as a loving father. As, since he is referred as the 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 apostle of love, because he's so fond of talking about love. 一个大男人整天讲爱。And you know, a grown man talk talking about love all the time. 真正的男人是不讲爱的。But a true God man, 是不是 ？Do not talk about love. 好像很有男子气概的人不会老讲爱。Manly men don't put love in their mouth. 所以呢，就对约翰有一个概念，就是他一定是一个很温和的。
So, you know, it might be misleading for us to conceptualize John as this very meek and calm person. And he's, he's a feminine male. Yeah, I didn't really say feminine, but yeah. yeah or okay. he's a soft. Yeah, She's a yeah. softie. You know, soft-spoken. You know, he might drink his coffee with pinky up. <laughs> but is it really the true description of John? John and you know, so uh, there are three apostles that are very close to Jesus, and there are James, John, and Peter. And you know, in many accounts in the Bible, when something's happening to Jesus, always these three apostles. Beside Jesus. And you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus is, is praying and is stressed by the crucifixion, it is this three apostles that Jesus brought with him. Including the uh, when Jesus is up on the mountain conversing with Moses and Elijah, it was these three apostles that witnessed. Uh, and when Jesus died and rose again, John has rose to one of the more important apostles among the twelve. You know, in Galatians 2.9, it tells us that John had became a pillar in, in the Jerusalem church. Which whom he ministered with another apostle, Peter. And in his latter days, approximately 80 or 90 years old, he got exiled by the Romans to the island of um, Patmos. Patmos. And, and it is on this island he God revealed the signs of end time where where he wrote the book of Revelation. Actually, all five books, including John, book of John, all were written in the latter days of John. So what that means is, every time we read his book, the book written by him, and as he is referring to himself, and 
what we read, it is an older man going back, viewing himself and in his younger days and how he describes his behavior and his relationship and his experience in the past with a mature hand. 过去讲到当中,我跟各位分享了使徒彼得。Well, you know, in the past uh, sermons, I've shared with you about Apostle Paul. 上周王牧师,对,上周王牧师跟我们分享了,也是主耶稣的门徒,就是马大跟玛利亚。And uh, 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 then last week, um, Elder Wong shared, uh, shared with us the Apostle of Martha, apostle, the disciples. disciples of Martha and, and Maria. Martha and Mary. Mary。然后和他们的兄弟拉撒路。And their brother Lazarus。是三个主耶稣基督所爱的门徒。And it's also the three um, disciples that Jesus loved。今天我们看约翰。Today we look at John。为什么要看圣经里面所描写的这些人。Well, why do we look at these characters inside in the Bible?我们重点看的不是讲一个人的故事。well, you know, our emphasis should not be the story of these people. What we focus on is the revelation of God's word. If we were to understand and know God, we start with his word. And when God uses his words to describe these characters of their personality, life, there is a purpose. And these purposes for us to understand, better understand his heart and so that we can live better lives. And, and then through that we can experience his abundance of you know, when we had when we get the chance to get to know the author of the Bible, we so, but then we do know that Bible are inspired by the Spirit. So, and, but, but when these people who are led by the Spirit while written, writing these books or letters, it is not that these people doesn't know that they are actually writing a letter. When John received these visions from the Spirit and he's writing the book about end times, he knows exactly what he's writing about. He knows to write everything that he had experienced in his life in the fullness so that it could fulfill, it could help other people. So we are looking to the Bible to understand John. And through looking at John, we will understand what God wants us to live, learn in our lives. 
So he is the apostle of Jesus. He and whom Jesus loved. Well, we are also ones that Jesus loves. And whom God loved. And how wonderful was the work that was done on John by God. And similarly, God's work on each and every one of our lives is wondrous and majestic. Well, so we talked, we mentioned that John is called, referred by many as the apostle of love. Does that mean he's a very calm and gentle person? Soft-spoken? And, and, and then very adequate and um, proper? In the Bible, it is known that John and his brother James has another name. And this name was given by Jesus. Do you guys know what that name is? They're called the boy, Sons of Thunder. But there's, okay. Sons of Thunder. Why they're called sons of thunder is because it's a mere reflection of their personality. To be called a thunderous character, well, you have to be loud, you're, you're, you're strong in your personality. If, if we to look at the description in the Bible of, of John and, and, and James, these brothers usually characterized by zeal, passion, and ambition. Especially in their younger days. And because of those personalities, we often see that the, the, the actions and, or the spoken words of John are, nor, are um, commonly as rushly, recklessly, impetuously, uh, and aggressive. Well, you know, these are not exactly good adjectives for a Christian, is it? But in truth, that's how people are. Let's look at Mark chapter 9. Mark Verse 
有一次，约翰对耶稣说：“老师，我们看见有一个人奉你的名赶鬼，但是我去禁止他，因为他不是跟我们一起的。”但是耶稣却对他说：“你不要禁止他，因为没有人能够奉我的名行神机，然后又立刻转身就毁谤我。只要是不反对我们的，就是赞成我们的。”无论是谁，因为你们是属基督的名分，给你们一杯水喝的，我实在告诉你们，他绝不会失掉赏赐。John once said, said to Jesus, "Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us." But Jesus said, "Do not stop him, for no one who does." A mighty work in my name will be able soon afterwards to speak evil of me, for the one who is not against us is for us. For truly I say to you, whomever gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ will by no means lose his reward. Johann 跟着这群门徒就跟着耶稣 So and John and these、uh, apostles and disciples were following Jesus. 不但听到学习耶稣，耶稣并且给他们权柄去赶鬼，去经历神的大能。Not only do they learn from Jesus, but Jesus also gave them the authority to cast out demons. 他一看到别人跟他不是同一队的。And when he sees someone else that is not on his team, 他不但只是心里面小看他们呢、啊，瞧不起他们。Not only did he belittle them in his Mind, he will go and tell them to their face that hey, you're not, you're not, you're not qualified to do this. This is by no means words spoken by a meek and and soft person. This is by one of those very what we call abrasive personalities. However, we see that Jesus rebuked him. He said that you're not. This is not what you ought to do. Luke chapter nine, verse fifty-one to fifty-four describes him as as another way. 呃呃，被接上升的日子要到的时候呢，他就决意要往耶路撒冷去。然后呢，他就差遣一个使者走在前头。他们去了呢，进入撒玛利亚的一个村庄，要为他做预备。可是那里的人却不接待他，因为他面向着耶路撒冷走。那他的门徒雅各和约翰这两个雷震之子看见了，他们就说：“主啊，你要我吩咐火从天降下来去消灭他们吗？” So,、uh, Luke chapter nine, verse fifty-one to fifty-four. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans, to make preparations for him. But the people did not receive him because his face was set towards Jerusalem. Sorry. When and when his disciples James and John saw it, whom we call the sons of thunder, they said, "Lord, 
You want us to tell fire to come down from the heavens to consume them. So Jesus turned around and rebuked these brothers again. These brothers are just full of loyalty and passion for Jesus. And they think to themselves, how dare these people do not receive you? You are the Son of God. You are the one who became flesh. The internal life is in you. You are the Son of Heaven. If they don't we will eliminate them. Isn't that full of zeal, full of these aggressive passion? Well, can you also say, in other words, that they're full of love and faith for God? But However, you know these these aggressive, aggressive abrasiveness of their personalities has caused them to lack empathy and kindness to to people. Because all their passion is focused on God, they lack that passion for the lost souls that does not know God yet. They're, they're very loyal to Jesus. They're, they're passionate and they're, they're, they're very into Jesus. And they're also ambitious people. So, you know, their, their passion and for God and their ambition of their own is uh, it's characterized by one time when the brothers, through their mother, had talked to Jesus and said the brothers are to be seated at the right and left side of Jesus in heaven. So, I mean, imagine yourself as one of the other ten apostles. This type of request has caused a little rift between the relationships among the apostles. Do you, I don't know if you guys recall, but there are two recorded incidents where the apostles had a dispute in the Bible. And what were they disputing? They were arguing who was the head. So they might be arguing among the twelve who's the eldest who is the most authoritative, and whose commands are to be obeyed by others. Uh, 
Status should be elevated to be the highest, so that when in heaven, that person is to be the closest to Jesus. Well, in the Bible, that who's always these guys that started these disputes? But we can be sure that James, John, and Peter is always in the brawl. Who's the most spiritual? Who's loved by Jesus the most? Who pursues God's heart and who tries, who attempts to please God the most? But all in all, we, it's obvious to us and, to, and it's plain to see that these type of actions and attitude is not pleasing to the Lord. And John, when writing this book in his later days, wrote plainly about his youthful mistakes in the books. 年轻的时候, 这叫做气势凌人, well, you know, so when, when, when he was young, these actions are just called, um, they're youthful, right? They're passion, but they're youthful and they're misdirected. But we see that as he followed Jesus throughout his life, his personality condensed and he matured. He's starting to realize for those who desire to be great, to be leaders, to be uh, to be uh, role models, are to be humble. And must have a heart of love for people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 你知道约翰福音是唯一记载耶稣洗脚的福音吗? Did you guys know that uh, the book of John is the only book that recorded the washing of Jesus' feet? 那表示耶稣他以一个主人的身份却去做一个仆人的行为这样子简单的榜样对约翰造成了多么大的影响。And this tells you how big of an impact when Jesus who was meant to be the Lord and the 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 um, the king um, humbled himself and went to wash the feet of his disciples. How much, how big of an impact did that brought bring to John? Well, so when during the youthful days, there's a lot of. Um, Impulsiveness. Big ambition, thinking of oneself invincible. And to think 
very highly self-centered to think only I am right and everyone else is wrong. And it's natural. At youth. But how many kept this personality or kept these attributes till their middle aged or even old age? Forever wanting to be better than others. But that's not John, and it's obvious. By the time of the crucifixion, and by that time, Jesus had gained enough confidence towards this young man, John, and he has great expectations of him. And we can see this because in John 19, Jesus has charged the caring of his mother to John. You know, in this world, one of them, there's probably nothing more important to anyone than their mother. And ever since the day when Jesus charged John with this tax, since that day on, John cared for her as if she were her own. So when John was young, in order to gain honor in the kingdom of God, and we see that to gain that honor, he was, he was reckless. But then we see that his personality changed greatly when after being led by Jesus and taught and he had matured. And what replaced those abrasive personalities was the was the compassion and acceptance of others and the, the, the heart of humbleness. And that had became the most obvious uh, during his latter day service to the Lord. Not too long ago, a sister shared with me. She said to me, I love serving the Lord. But I really don't like working with people. Because every time if, when I'm paired with another and I have to work with another person, yeah, not just another, like anyone, just groups uh, or an, people. Yeah, just people. Working groups or people, when I work with people, I get impatient. 我跟人在一起, 哎, 我看人那个样子, 我就是, 我就烦啊. 
man, it just bugs me every time I see other people and how they are. And I lose my patience. So she's saying, you know, well, I'm sure half of the problem is mine, but you know, the other half is definitely their problem. And he said, um, Pastor, but I never see seems like you have this problem. <laughs> and I think to myself, well, you must not know me well. Or you must not know how I was when I was younger. And, you know, immediately, right there and then, I, I thank God in my heart. While being thankful to God, at the same time, I feel a little shameful. Why, well, why do I thank God and then be feel shameful at the same time? I think I praise and thank the Lord is because when people are talking to me and dealing with me, they I do not show my any signs of impatience or, or frustration. frustration. And, but that is the result of the work of God. But why do I feel ashamed? Well, you know, because truly, truly, in my heart, I get annoyed. And then I also, a little bit of that shame comes from in the past 20 or 30 years. My gratitude. My gratitude. Your gratitude. His gratitude for for God's work over the past twenty and thirty years. 惭愧的就是我实在没有达到那姊妹对我看的这这么好的看法。But what I feel short of was I did not reach truly the status of how that sister perceived of me. 但是神在我们的生命当中就是要做这样的工作。but that is the work that God wants to work in our lives. When we pursue God, when we have zeal for God's truth and His words, we, we do not, when we do not want to compromise with these earthly things and these Earthly ideas. We want to stand firm and we want to protect and uphold God's truth. But what we really need to let Jesus to work on, it is our impatience with other people. Well, you know, we, we want to stand firm, fearlessly for God's word and our faith. But what we will learn when we come to Christ and come before Him is humility. You can, we, 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 we
渐渐的发现，他是要用谦卑，但是要在神的真理当中，要勇往直前的去服侍和为主活。And this is obvious that we see in John is what he learned is he learned that he must be humbled. Before Jesus, however, he's humbled but still led and go forward with truth. Why did he? Why did he get exiled to Patmos? This is in the Ephesus, this big city outside, a very small, very small, a very small island. It is an island exiled outside of Ephesus. 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 Then that he's exiled because his his zeal for God's truth, his his relentless preaching of God's words, and his. And his dedicated service in the church. If not, if it were not for his humbleness to serve others and 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 before God, how could one ever live through this exile in this small on this small island? He said, "He sacrificed his love for his friends." What he lost was to be with the that he can't be with the ones with he loves and his family. In prison,他们，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，你，
And the purpose was Jesus wants to show him where he done wrong so he can change. Jesus chose them. It's not because he was perfect in every way. It's not because of his excellence knowledge in the religion. Jesus chose him because Jesus loved him. You know, a person such as him, who is called the Sons of Thunder, is able to become a leader in the Lord's Church. It's only because John realized what the real love is from Jesus. Another, another um, strong point of Jesus besides John, that, John besides his, his realization of God's love is it is also his zeal for God's truth. You know, when we were reading John, uh, first, second, and third John, we saw that how important John was in carrying out the truth of God. Besides Jesus, John came second when talk about truth in the Bible. Other other than um Jesus. Other than Jesus and his truth, his his the the second passion of of John is to have people know the truth and walk in the truth. Let's look at John uh, uh third John chapter uh chapter four. 写这卷书的对象，他说：“你看，有兄弟来到，证实了你的心中是有真理的，并且你是按着真理行事。”我就非常的欣慰，因为当我听见我的儿女，就属灵的儿女，他的弟兄姐妹按着真理行事的时候，
made him especially paid attention in church to spot out those false teachers that lead God's children astray. And in a great part of First John talks about this, his 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 uh his for apps his passion for truth. 然后呢，他的当他讲到这些呃敌基督假师傅要歪曲神的道理，然后要将人引到引入歧途的这些人，他讲话是讲的很直接，而且是很尖锐的。And he was being very sharp and and direct to these false prophets or these antichrists whom strive to lead, pervert the truth, and lead people astray from the God.你看约翰一书三章第七节。First John, uh, chapter three, verse seven. He said, "Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous." Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the evil, for the evil, for the evil has been sinning from the beginning. 行事公义的就是神的儿女。Those who act righteous are the children of God. 但是呢，你在生命当中、生活当中不断犯罪的，你是撒旦的儿女。But in if in your life you continuous if you continue to sin, then you are of the devil. And in verse 10, by this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. And as you can see, for a for an apostle who likes to talk about love is also very direct when he talks about truth. 但是約翰知道神的真理與神的愛永遠是分不開的,一定是要互相連結的。But John realized one thing is that God's love and God's truth is inseparable. It's 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 always one. 我們若是愛神,我們就愛神的話。if we are to love God, we are to love God's words. Did Jesus not say this? In this you'll know you're my disciple. In this you know that you're they'll know that you are my disciple. Because you love each other. Love one another. 同样主耶稣基督也说, 你们遵守我的话语，人就知道你是我的门徒。Similarly, Jesus said, "Because you abide in my words, people know that you are Christian."今天我们短短的讲了一下约翰的生平。So today we briefly talked about John's life.我想我们需要能够去学习，然后应用在我们生活当中啊。I, I firmly believe that we need to learn and apply this in our lives. So firstly, we must zeal for truth must always be yeah. we, we need to be uh, uh, convicted, right? Mm -hmm. about, the, uh, about standing firm with God's That's truth true. and His word. Right. 
但是这种热忱和执着，一定要与对人的爱和对人的接纳，一定要是彼此的调和。But these, the, but the zeal for truth must be balanced with the love for people. 当我们在教会里面只讲真理，不懂得爱的呈现的时候 ，If we only talk about truth but do not know how to be passionate for other people， 那教会就变得很严厉。The church become overly strict. 然后呢，就变成一种批判主义了。But then there, it's all, it's only criticism that results from that. 举着真理去攻击别人。Help, you will uphold truth, and then you will accuse others. 拿着人，拿着圣经去打人的头。It's almost as slapping at others with the Bible in your hand. 但是同样的，当我们在教会当中。如果我们没有分辨的能力，我们只知道去给爱，给爱，给爱。Similarly, if in church we have no ability to decipher, but only know how to love and give love to others， 那整个教会的风气就变成那种无止无尽的感伤。And and that will result in a church of of overly um compassion. No.、Uh, if we <laughs> If we don't know how to discern truth and 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 hold fast to truth, but all we know is to lavish love upon love unto each other, then what we end up with is just a sentimentality. 神的话语教导我们，真爱不是溺爱。You know,、uh, God's word teaches love. It's not.、Um, True love doesn't spoil. Doesn't spoil.、Mm-hmm. True love doesn't spoil. Yohann 在他成长的过程就是学到这个。And that's what John had realized in his lifetime. 我们知道我们要用爱心说诚实话。And we know that we should speak truth in in love. 以佛所书四章数节告诉我们说，当我们知道如何的用诚实、用神的真理，呃，当我们知道如何用爱心，我们去说神的。呃，真理去说，呃，这个呃，神的话语的时候，我们所接触到的人，所得着的教会里面看见的就是，凡事能够长进，然后我们可以连于元首基督。You want to try it on your own? Doesn't Ephesians 4:15 tell us that if we know how to speak the truth in love, we need to speak the truth, but it must be accompanied by true love. If we do so, then we will be able to grow up together in every way and into Him who is the head of the church. That is Christ. That's the strength. This is what we are today, brothers and sisters. God has established the ability of the church to the proof of power that God gives us by establishing church in the world. Today in this world, there is no other Bet you there are no other organizations that talks about truth and love. They can t- they can talk about it all day, but it's it's all lies. 政府 the government, 
They talk about truth. They say speak the truth. They say talk about love. They said, I speak the truth and you are to have love. But what really goes on is they know that they're lying to you and they don't indeed, they don't truly love you. In at workplace, the your bosses 讲, 讲真理, they, they speak the truth, they speak about love, they speak about honesty. 可能讲啊, yeah, they talk about it. Can they actually do it? 你经历到吗? Did you experience it? 教会里面讲不讲爱, 讲不讲真理和诚实? Well, do they talk about truth and love in church? 讲啊? We talk about that, 做不做得到? but can we actually achieve it and do it? 做得到? Yes, we can. But sometimes just not showing. You know, a lot of people think that they're they're being misled into church where they thought church speaks truth and love, but once they're in church, they saw none. The problem of that is the, the, the brother and sister that are supposed to belong to Jesus and God did not learn about Jesus' love. Did not fully grasp what is exactly the love that Jesus has given us. Did not does not have the realization that Jesus sees through John. Yeah, we don't have the same realization of John, mm-hmm. right? That he knows that his Lord sees through him. Mm-hmm. God did indeed saw his lackings. But God still loved him. And God saved him. And God accepted him. And God had rebuilt him. So then he followed God. So in in his zeal for truth and to show that in his life, he did not back down from it. But in, on the other hand, in his humility and accepting others with kindness and be passionate for others, he had grew abundantly through his lifetime. And this is exactly how God wants to use the church in the world. How did how did how does the church present itself in this It is you and I, those who belong, are children of God. 
to understand the calling that Jesus has for us in our daily life. 同样的知道主耶稣基督是何等的爱我们。To also know how much to realize how much Jesus loves us. 我们要有自信和魄力来过一个属灵的生活。you know, we are to have, we have to have confidence and and boldness to live a spiritual life. But you know, um, grace mm-hmm. and compassion. compassion has to come from God. Other, or else we would just think we would just be full of ourselves. 就很多人就讲, you're always holier than now, right? We will always think that we're better and more holy than others. 让其他的人呢, 教会外面的人看基督徒, and then and then through the lens of outsiders, what they what they will see is that these Christians just all they do is they think they're better than everybody else. You know, so that um, the the self confidence that this this Christian demeanor it it should be a virtue. It should be considered a virtue. But if if without humbleness, it becomes self centered. Uh, yeah, conceitedness. Yes. And then so then we become one of those who likes to boast about ourselves and we reject and, and push others out outside of our circle. And when this happens, that testimony of God's grace in our lives has it's been perverted and polluted. And that is when the uh, when the non-believers look at the Christians and say, I don't want to be like that. And you know, John had made that mistake mistake before. And, and Jesus had corrected him. And Jesus led them. And then through that the the testimony of John had became a beautiful one. And all of the wonderful work that Jesus has done in John's life, similarly God Jesus wants that also on in yours and my life. To be passionate loving Jesus. To want to follow closely to Jesus. To present the best to Jesus. And to have zeal for God's truth. To, to, to never back down with uh, from not, God, com- yeah, not compromise, not compromise God's, truth. God's words. God's word. But to have love for others. To be compassionate for others. To, to, to learn to, 
accept others. 在我们的生活当中，在我们的服饰当中，我们要有主耶稣基督的那种谦卑和恩典。We are to have that hum, the Jesus, the humility like Jesus in our daily lives, in our serving, and in our dealings with others. But we are also to have. Um, yes, we need to have, to have the determination. Determination. But we also to have grace. Because what that will reflect is indeed the work that Jesus has done on you and I. This is what God wants us to present as our testimony. And this is the Love that God wants to give you. And Let us pray together. Oh Jesus, Lord, our Lord, we thank you. You know, John in his latter days, he called himself the apostle that Jesus loved. Well, maybe he's, he calls himself that because he's just being humble and doesn't want to mention his own name. But what we, what we see clearly today is that he is indeed an apostle that you, you deeply love. Oh Lord Jesus, when I recall back of all the works that you have done in my life, you are the creator, the God of creation. You are the all-powerful God. And you are the, um, you are the perfect, just, and uh, righteous God. But you came into this world in the form of flesh, man. You experienced the same type of struggle like all of us. And all of those temptations that we often encounter as being fleshly men and women. But you came to this world so that you could die for my sin. So that I'm, I don't have to endure and face the judgment of my own sin. Oh, Lord, you are the one that gave me life. You are the one that gave me life, given life to me. And then we see what, it, what that is, is it's, it's your love. It's, it's a, it's a never-ending love. Oh, I am not worthy of it. But, but at the same time, I know that you love me. 
May us all could be like John. To be changed, our lives to be changed by you. Our 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 personalities and character characters could condense and mature. And 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 while being nurtured by your love, we can see the the transformation of our ugly from our ugly nature. 而我们反映在众人面前的是主你自己的样子。And what we can reflect is the beautiful image of you in front of others. 让我们敢在你的面前说主啊，我是蒙你所爱的门徒。So that we we all dare to say to you before you that we we are the disciples that you love. 因为我是满满的丰富的接受到。because I have fully received your never unending love. Amen. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.